Welcome to the Colander Medical Radio Show with Dr. Brian Colander, MD. Dr. Colander is a board-certified internal medicine physician who specializes in the assessment and treatment of artery disease. His medical practice is dedicated to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. This show is brought to you by Colander Medical. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are going to be talking to Dr. Colander about his unique, personalized concierge practice and his plan for revolutionizing healthcare. His vision focuses on preventing the events that lead to all the catastrophic diseases of our time. Dr. Colander will talk to us about how and why we develop chronic systemic disease and the course we ought to be taking to prevent it. To find out more about how to avoid diabetes, Alzheimer's, heart attack and stroke, stay tuned, we'll be right back after this short break. Welcome to another edition of the Colander Medical Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here talking with Dr. Brian Colander, MD, board certified in internal medicine and specialist in artery disease. Dr. Colander is here with us talking about his personalized concierge practice and explaining the model of the relationship you ought to have with your primary care physician. He'll also tell us about the tests that are available and necessary which aid to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. For more information, we encourage you to call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Dr. Colander, welcome as usual. Everything in your show is always very informative and helpful to patients. What's the news of the week? I'm not sure how helpful we'll be this week. Um, We're always helpful. Well, well, you know, it's very difficult keeping people healthy. And one of the greater barriers that I have um, is still insurance companies. So even though a lot of the things that we do to identify disease, do the lab markers that identify vascular inflammation, all of the other drivers of disease, what I call the silent killers, you know, we bypass insurance and patients pay a fee to have those done in the practice. So all the treatment, you know, the diagnosis and consultation is covered by the concierge fee, but we still need to treat people. And I still use pharmaceuticals to treat people and dealing with getting the proper drug pharmaceutical product covered in the right circumstance is still impossible. And the insurance companies and the FDA allow substitutions, inappropriate substitutions. Wait, what do you mean by inappropriate substitutions? Well, there's medical substitutions for the medicine you want to write. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Oh my. I mean, well, we know this is an old story, right? This, This is not new. This has been going on for 20 years where everyone goes, Who's the doctor? Is it you or is it the is it the Blue Cross? Is it you as United Healthcare? Who's making the medical decision here? And this is an old story, and it's still going on. And you know, insurance companies are just not covering the version of the drug that has the data to support the use. You know, we're using products that have data that show that they reduce heart attack and stroke. But the pharma company, or let me just say the the insurance company may say, well, the indication is high triglycerides. I have other drugs that lower triglycerides, but those other drugs have no indication. Like they don't have an outcome. So they're really, 
not apples to apples, it's apples to oranges. We're not taking the drug to lower the number. You're taking the drug to get the benefit of not having a heart attack. But the insurance company doesn't care. You're ordering a drug for the outcome of lowering triglycerides, and they just, it's very frustrating. So the insurance companies don't cover the necessary tests to avoid heart attack and stroke. They're certainly not covering the... CT cardiac calcium scoring test has been out for 20 years. They're not covering the CIMT, albeit those tests are very inexpensive, but they're still not covered. If they're not covered, they're not going to be suggested. They're very rarely prescribed by the primary care physician. So now what you're saying is you write a prescription, the patient pays to have the test done, you write a prescription, and then they go to the pharmacy, and then the pharmacy makes a switch. Is that what you're saying? Well, the insurance company... Doesn't approve the doesn't coverage. Doesn't approve the coverage of the, the version that has the outcome. And so most, I should tell the audience, and they all, should all know this already, is that most of the pharmaceutical products I prescribe are generic. Most. But once in a while, another product comes out where it has some great outcome data. And this is a drug that has, I don't, I'm not being paid as a rep, so I'm not going to mention the drug unless you ask me, Anne-Marie. Um, you know, it's, it's a safe drug. It has practically no side effects, no drug interactions, and it lowers the risk of every person that takes it. It lowers their risk of heart attack and stroke by 25%. Whoa. So I'm, I'm missing something here. Uh, what's the name of the drug? Well, it's a branded fish oil called a uh, Vasipa. And it's indicated. Is it expensive? Yeah. How expensive? I, I've heard that it's eight hundred a month. Wow. I mean, which is absurd. It's fish oil. Right. So the drug. Why would it be that expensive? Well, the drug company is probably charging too much. The middlemen that get a hold of this, your pharmacy beneficiary managers, crank up the price another five x, and then the far the pharmacy wants to make a little extra, so. Everyone's raising the price of this drug beyond the need at every point. So nobody wants to say, well, let me pay cash for it. And that's not part of the equation. It just is not part of the equation for you to get this in any way. The system is broken. And again, I, I would love to have a show about what's wrong with the pharmaceutical industry here, but I don't know enough about it to have a great show and to be that informative. Um, as much as I know is that the, there's got to be a loophole in the legislation that allows a third party, a pharmacy beneficiary manager to take, they literally drive the truck from the warehouse of the pharma company to the pharmacy and mark up the drug five to 10 times. But still, as I've always said, uh, patients are still consumers. They have the right to know since they have to pay for healthcare, pay for insurance. It's incumbent upon everyone to let them know that they have a choice as to what's out there. If they choose not to pay, they should be allowed to choose not to pay and take the other drug. But let's come back and talk some more about that on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show. And if you're interested in finding out more about today's topic or why you ought to be engaging with a concierge practice, please call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. You're listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show on News Talk 760 WJR. 
Welcome back to the Colander Medical Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here again talking with Dr. Brian Colander, MD, board certified in internal medicine and specialist in artery disease. Dr. Colander is with us explaining his personalized concierge practice and also telling us about the relationship you ought to have with your primary care physician. He's also going to talk about the tests that are available and necessary, which aid to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. For more information, we're encouraging you to call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that's 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. Dr. Colander, we're talking about patients getting a prescription for a situation they're in, medical situation they're in. You write the prescription, they go to the pharmacy, and then the pharmacist just does a switcheroo without letting them know at the time that they hand it in. I know when you go through the drive through at most of these, you know, big box Pharma, pharma, pharmaceutical companies. You're you're basically getting a bag with your credit card and the medicine in it, and then you find out what you've got when you get home. Well, this happens all the time, and the problem with a lot of patients that they have is they get home, and there's a generic. They were never told they're not getting the drug that was prescribed. The patient doesn't know that this is not the drug that was in t- intended them to get. That's kind of a scam. Healthcare is a scam. Why this whole, Every part of this is a scam. This is just another part of the scam. But the problem is the lack of communication. When the per, the patient doesn't know that that's not the drug that I ordered, they think it's the drug that was ordered. I'm not speaking just for me now. I'm speaking for all people and all the doctors that they don't know that this is the drug that was ordered, and they're getting a different version. Um, maybe most likely not a, a better more effective version. I don't want the listener to be think that every generic is a bad switch. A lot of times, and I use generics all the time, they're, they're fine and they're the right drug and you can switch between certain generics. But when there's a difference, it's important. And in this case, it's hugely important because the generic version of Vasipa doesn't have the data behind it that the branded drug has because it has a patented process that isn't available to the generic manufacturer. I would say that most patients seeing you or any doctor, when they're handed a prescription, they can't read and don't know what the medication is in the first place. So when they look at what's written on the prescription, I would say maybe 2% of them even know what it is unless you tell them or unless you explain what the drug is they're supposed to get. You drive through the pharmacy, you hand it in, you get this bag back with your pills and you go home. I would bet that probably 90% of the people don't even look at what's on the label other than to figure out I got to take it two times a day or morning and night because maybe they don't understand what the original name, the identifying name of the medication is, but they're trusting they are getting what you prescribed. So I would say they're being scammed. As consumers, we're all being scammed. Another way the pharmacies scam people is automatic refills. So you get an automatic refill, like you can't stop it. You know, you may have clicked a box when you signed up for the, you know, mail order pharmacy or, or, or an, you know, again, mail order version of your, of your, from your pharmacy. And then what if the dose has changed or you stop the drug and you move to another one? They keep sending it. They bill your insurance, they bill your copay, and the drug keeps coming. I had a patient come in 
this week, and he had six bottles of the same drug. Six. She brought out this giant, the, the wife came, brought out a giant bag of drugs, and I'm lining them up, and literally she had six bottles of the same drug of a statin lined up. I'm like, they're all the same thing. God forbid if she's taking each one of those a day. That's what some people do. They go, well, I got to take one out of each of these bottles every day because it says one a day. They're quadruple dosing. Oh, yes. That's frightening. This is all so that they can somehow eke out another copay from you and bill your insurance another prescription. All these ways to keep the money flowing while you don't really understand what it is they're doing. And it's and it, it sounds like a great idea. Let me check automatic refills. So I don't have to think about it. I don't have to be involved every 90 days and making sure that my refill's good. Next thing you know, you've got two extra bottles and you're not even on the drug anymore. Huh. And most people just don't have an idea what they're taking. So they don't stop it. And it's not until they show up at the doctor with the bottles. And frankly, most people don't come with their bottles. They should. Mm-hmm. That you realize, <laughs> I mean, again, huge overdosing because of this. Or they're on the wrong drug. And it's interesting to think about that when you, <clears throat> when you hand a prescription in, and I'm just thinking about my own experiences, when you hand a prescription in at the little box by the drive through in the pharmacy, and the pharmacist comes back, do they tell, they don't tell you, they don't tell you, listen, by the way, this is a substitute for what your doctor wrote. It's just in the bag and off you drive. Well, there's a box to click, you know, because I get drugs and I go pick up drugs for our family. And, you know, when you're at the register, there's, you know, a, a pen with a touch, a touch well, That's screen. if you go inside. Right. And do you want a consultation from the pharmacist? And of course you want to leave. So you click yes, no. You're absolutely right. So you declined an opportunity for the pharmacist to describe what's in your bag because you're in a hurry. So, you know, this is plausible deniability to say, well, we, you offered you this chance for us to review what's in it, but you declined it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you should be able to, right. It should be upfront. Hey, we didn't have the, the doctor ordered this. We didn't have it. Uh, your insurance wouldn't cover it. And we supplied this substitution. Well, well uh, sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but I guess the guy at the point of sale, if you go inside the pharmacy, the guy at the point of sale doesn't care whether you're buying, you know, a bag of candy or picking, you know, paying for a, a prescription that you got from the pharmacist. So he, it's not his, it's not his responsibility, but I would say that it would have to be, you know, they'd have to be told that they've got to let you know that there's a disclaimer in here, that this is not the drug that your doctor wrote. No one's telling well, then, you. No, no, there isn't. But you're not by getting a pharmacy, you know, you're not getting a prescription from the candy counter. You're getting it from the pharmacy window. So that is, it's still a point-of-sale pharmacy, and there's still a pharmacy tech checking you out. Right. And because they're the one that's going to answer your question if you say, yeah, I want a consultation on what I got. Mm-hmm. Um. I agree. You shouldn't have to check. How could you know that they've switched drugs up on you? You you don't get it until you pull the bag open because they stapled it 10 times right. shut. And then you realize not only did you get not the right drug, you got a duplicate. And, the, and possibly for a lot of people, one of the drugs you thought you ordered isn't even in there. It's, it's, you know, 
as the doctor, I'm just as frustrated as, you know, the patient is dealing with this. So I think most patients wouldn't notice, though. I think most oh, patients... Oh, they notice. Do they be, read the oh, label? Yeah. Do they go and look at the label when they get home before they pop the pill and make sure that this is exactly what you wrote on the prescription that they handed in? Getting prescriptions sent in, covered by insurance, the right drug, prior authorizations, um, you know, getting a copay reduced. This is a massive amount of work that's put on the doctor's office that should be done by the insurance company. Mm-hmm. I mean, the insurance companies have done a great job of getting free labor by making doctor's offices do all of their work. Right. So if you need a prescription and the insurance doesn't cover it, well, they don't have to pay someone to work through this on your behalf because your doctor's office is going to do it and they're not paying for that work. It's genius. I keep saying they're the smartest people. They figured out how to run their business and have other people do it and they don't spend any of that money and they don't cover the drug and they don't cover your, your procedure or your surgery or your, your visits. Geniuses. They're just geniuses. Yeah, but the person that gets screwed ultimately is the patient. Is ultimately... All of us. We're all patients. We're all getting yeah, screwed. Yeah, that's true. We're all patients. You're absolutely right. But, I mean, I, I have to come back and ask you what's the solution and what's the answer. In the meantime, we're going to have to take a quick break. You are listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show. And if you're interested in finding out more about today's topic or why you ought to be engaging with a concierge practice, Please call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. You're listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to the Colander Medical Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here talking to Dr. Brian Colander, MD, board-certified in internal medicine and specialist in artery disease. Dr. Collender is with us explaining his personalized concierge practice, and he's talking about the model of the relationship you ought to have with your primary care physician. He'll also be talking about the tests that are available and necessary, which aid to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. For more information, we're encouraging you to call Dr. Collender directly at 866-COLLENDER. Dr. Collender, we're talking about the pharmaceutical companies, medications, what they cost, non-disclosure. What is a patient to do? You write a prescription, and what are the issues there? I know I know people that are paying $1,000 a month for medication. They can afford to pay for it. What is the rest of the world doing, the rest of the country? Most of the people just don't have a choice because they can't afford to pay 1000 bucks a month for one drug when a generic alternative might be $30 a month. It just comes down to what insurance program do they have and how do they match the drugs that they need with what insurance coverage that there is. And this is something that really should be taught to with like a insurance agent. I mean, as a doctor, we're really not allowed to talk about insurance products with patients. It's not that we're just not qualified, but there are agents selling insurance who can possibly fit the best insurance product with the what you need and how you spend your money. Um, I don't know that people do that. I, I don't, you know, what they're picking exactly for. I mean, I work for, a, you know, even though I'm my own practice, I do whatever I want within that practice. I still work for a company that provides my HR benefits, and I pick my insurance out of there. But the average person with Medicare 
Medicare Advantage or they work for a company and their insurance is covered, they don't have choices either. These choices are made by, you know, the, the you know, chief the, financial officer, right. the CEO, the, the HR, the company yeah. makes these decisions about what drug is covered and what drug isn't and how much of it they're going to pay for if they're a self-insured company. Um, but I think what you said is the most important thing is people need to have a choice and they need to understand, you know, what, what they're getting. And you just can't walk in with a prescription and walk out with something else and not get a great explanation for what you have or what the differences are. And, you know, one of the benefits that I do have in the practice is the time to explain this to my patients. So this patient who are having a real struggle getting Vasipa for because he has a triglyceride issue and I want him to get the benefit of the cardiovascular redu risk reduction, he's not going to get it from the generics. And he would not know if I didn't tell him, no, it's got to be the brand for this time. See, therein lies the answer to the, the overarching principle of solving the problem of this. I was thinking about this as you're talking. The fact that your patients and your practice is basically sort of a luxury practice because you spend an hour, an hour and a half with patients. You dig into everything possible that could be wrong with them from top to bottom. And they're all, all patients are consumers and we're all paying for medical care. We're paying for pharmacy, we're paying for healthcare, insurance, and so on down the line. But I think that most of them are just being scammed through the system. And I'm thinking, look at what we pay for healthcare in order to have the quote-unquote advantage of seeing a primary care physician for less than five minutes, less than five minutes. So by the time the doctor says, hello, how are you, gets a stethoscope out, your five minutes are up, here's your prescription. 90% of the time, the prescription gets brought back in by someone else. The doctor writes it and or he sends it in. There is no discussion about what's on that. In your practice, the, the patients that are in your practice or are, who are in a concierge practice have got the luxury of time, the luxury of access, the luxury of sitting down and having a discussion with you about what the medication is all about and why they should be using this medication instead of that one. Would you agree? Well, then they text me. I mean, I had somebody yeah. call in and said, hey, the pharmacy wasn't releasing this drug. Are you trying to get me off it? I texted him. I would never change your medicine without talking to you. And we, you know, I got to sort it out with the pharmacy. So it's just a real, um, it is nice to be able to have these conversations. And at least, like you said, the access, even if it's a text message, they can reach me and, and understand, hey, is this the drug you prescribed? Because we didn't talk about it in the visit. And that's how I learn a lot of times that they've been substituted. You know, they went from having the drug that I wanted to a different drug. Um, again, most of the times we're able to do the job we need and reduce risk of heart attack and stroke with generics. Um, but when an opportunity comes out to use something that's available that just happens to be branded, I'm, you know, we need to do it. And this is a rare opportunity. It's a unique opportunity. And for the insurance company not to they recognize it they're they're working around a loophole about what the indication for the drug is and using another drug with the same indication that's less expensive they know what they're giving up so the patient consumer is being flim flammed that's what the answer is by the insurance company on prescriptions right probably on a lot on everything 
but on prescriptions regularly. And what's amazing is how Americans are happy to pay for all of this. And all of medicine in this country is so privatized. And you would think that they would want, as consumers, to know what they're buying in the same way that they demand to know what they're buying when they buy a car or any other consumer goods. And after all, it kind of is a consumer good. Well, unfortunately, right now, we're living in a time where the, you know, the medical industry, if you want to call it that, where the relationship between pharmaceutical companies and the FDA um, are really running the show, and the consumer has zero say in what they get. They have zero say in demanding greater information and transparency, um, and they're just being told what to do. And most of America is saying, yes, sir, no, sir. They're not changing at all. They're like happy to be told what to do. And of course, I'm talking about COVID and vaccine mandates and all that. So we're living in a time where the FDA and pharma has so much power in what happens in healthcare that we're losing our rights. And this, again, this goes beyond anything. You know, you just can't if, you're, if it's not on your insurance program, it's not on the formulary, you can't get it. They're, they don't want you to have it, and they don't care that you know it or don't know it. It's just not there. It's amazing how many Americans take jobs exclusively based on the fact that the company's offering health insurance, but probably 90% or more of them don't know what that boils down to. They just say, oh, the, the job provides health insurance and I'm home free if I'm, I'm getting all this, the, the best of the best coverage when you're not. And nobody's looking into it. Well, it's looked into, but no one's offered an, uh, you know, an, an alternative way to manage health care just doesn't exist. Um, you know, one day my book will come out and it'll be a path toward a better version of American health care. Well, there is an alternate choice because my theory is that everybody should have a concierge doctor. Everybody should have the type of practice that you're in, whether it's your practice or some other. There's a lot of them around. And some states are more heavily populated by their, you know, the people who live there all, all have concierge doctors. I don't know why it's something that hasn't taken on here because it affords you the time and the access to be connected to your, do your doctor 24-7 and to find out what you're getting and what you should be taking. And if you have an issue with a pharmacist or a pharmaceutical product, you can go back to your doctor and say, what do I do with this? Where do I go with this? You can't do this in the ordinary um, primary care physician practice where you're lucky if you get an appointment now, especially after COVID. And when you do get the appointment, you're getting five minutes. Well, that is, you know, one of the benefits, of course, is access and having the time to have those questions answered. And that's a pleasure for me to have that time to do. That's what makes my job great. Well, I think that everybody should look into it. I think one of the things that we talk about in this show is look into what a concierge practice is and why you ought to be in a concierge practice. In the meantime, we're going to have to take a quick break. You are listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show. And if you are interested in finding out more about today's topic, or why you ought to be engaging with a concierge practice, please call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. You're listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show on News Talk 760 WJR.
Welcome back to the Colander Medical Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here talking with Dr. Brian Colander, MD, board-certified in internal medicine and specialist in artery disease. Dr. Colander is with us explaining his personalized concierge practice, and he's going to talk to us about the model of the relationship you ought to have with your primary care physician. He'll also be telling us about the tests that are available and necessary, which aid to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. For more information, we're encouraging you to call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. And before we come back to our show today, I'd like to tell all the listeners that Dr. Colander has a live show Thursdays, 7 p.m. It is live. You can call in and talk to the doctor directly if you have any questions. It's weekly. It's Thursday following Mitch Album, 7 o'clock. We're inviting you all to call in. Dr. Collender, let's wrap this up now. We're talking about the pharmaceutical companies and what, and also the concierge, the model of the concierge practice. I'm all for it. I think everyone should have a concierge doctor. It doesn't make, doesn't make sense not to have one, especially when we saw what happened during the time of COVID. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, well, we have to let people know what that means. And so in general, the term concierge suggests that the, you're paying a fee you know, an out-of-pocket fee to the doctor for extra time, you know, for access. Um, well, I don't think it's just about extra time. It's about a whole, a whole lot more than that. That's what you do in, inside that time. Well, different. my concierge practice focuses on prevention. So that's what I've chosen to do with the time that I have with my patients. Other doctors take the fee and they still practice a very traditional model and they don't offer any preventive services and all they offer is time. Right. So to say that, you know, if a listener is going to find a concierge doctor and they go in and they're not talking about prevention or any of the things we talk about in the show, they'll be very disappointed. Right. So concierge in general just means you're paying for more time. So that doctor takes a smaller patient load, maybe three to 500 patients, whereas other busy practices have between, you know, on the low end, 1,500 up to 3,000 patients. And this is why that you only have five minutes because they've got to see 40 people a day. But when someone comes into your practice, you start off by putting them through a lot of tests that are not available to them, that weren't discussed with them before, that are all about preventing disease. They're all about preventing disease. The blood tests, the CIMT, which very few people are doing or have access to, the CT cardiac calcium scoring test, the amount of the, the cognitive tests that you give them, all of those tests all new patients that are coming into your practice get put through these tests, first of all. So that in itself is a huge benefit because they're not going to get that from their common garden variety doctor. As well as time, and your specialty is prevention. So if you don't want d diabetes and you don't want to develop these diseases, everybody should be banging at the door of a, prevent a prevent prevention specialist. Well, there aren't enough of us, unfortunately. There's very few doctors, even within the concierge community, practicing prevention medicine. It's just what does the doctor want out of their life? And, um, you know, I've just found that this is my passion. This is what I want to do. This is uh, where I want to go. I want to advance it as much as I can. I want to change the I change my practice all the time to what's new. You know, is there right. another area that I can screen for that helps prevent chronic illness down the road? And one of the greatest things that happens is for my patients is nothing. 
They don't develop any of these conditions. They don't have heart disease or stroke or cancer. Well, it can't prevent cancer yet, but we're screening for cancer now. Yeah, you've got the gallery test that just came out at the beginning of this year, which screens for, what, 50, 50 different cancers at the stage where it's stage one and can be cured, like pancreatic, ovarian cancer, lung cancer. And the most deadly cancer is that when they are diagnosed at stage four, it's just curtains. There's right. there's no cure. They're, these are not that common cancers, but when they occur, they're devastating. And these are right. the cancers everyone's afraid of. So now exists the ability to do a blood test, a liquid biopsy is what it's called, and know that you do or don't have any one of these 50 cancers. And, you know, so I learned about this. I knew it was coming out. When it came out, I incorporated it into the practice for anybody that wanted to do it. And just because there's an extra cost involved. And again, insurance doesn't do that kind of prevention. So they don't cover it. But here's the thing. I come back to where I started. All of us are consumers. We have a right to know what's out there. If I don't want to be engaging in any of these diseases, I don't want to get any of these diseases. We ought to be exposed to what tests are out there that can diagnose them early enough so that we don't get the disease, which is what prevention is all about. But to offer prevention, you have to have time. And that's what your practice and the concierge model is all about. Well, it's also why we're doing the show, to let you know what's available in medicine that you wouldn't otherwise know in a traditional practice. Because even now, one of my patient's daughters came in today, and my patient told her husband, meaning my her daughter's husband or son-in-law, about lipoprotein A, which is something that we talked about. And he went and had the blood test, and it was a little elevated, and he took it to his traditional primary care doctor who said, I wouldn't really worry about it. It doesn't bother me. And I told, you know, this person's wife who was in front of me with her mother, that's, you know, obviously code for I don't know what that is. I mean, so this person walks in with a blood test indicating a 30% increased risk of heart attack and tells the patient, this isn't really a big deal. It doesn't bother me. Well, when you don't even know what you don't know, that's the worst kind of doctor. Well, how many times have we had patients call in on the live show on Thursday night that have said they went and got a prescription for the CT cardiac calcium scoring test, which is a 10-minute test. They get it done at any hospital, and they wind up with a score that's 300, 500. We had someone call in one night that 2,500 was the score. And it's like they have doctors that they're giving this test back to who wrote the prescription in the first place, and they're saying, let's keep an eye on it. That's out there. We get I, these yeah, calls yeah. all right. the time. No, I mean, it's it's the system is entirely broken. The doctors have the ability to make a choice, to learn to be better doctors and provide better care, leave the system that they're in, and open up their own concierge doctors, and they're just afraid. And unfortunately... Your doctor listener, you know, the listener who's got a doctor who's afraid to leave the system and engage in a more prevention-based practice, you know, that's your doctor's fault, you know, for not giving you these opportunities. And you're now stuck with a doctor who's providing substandard care. I had a patient come back to me, you know, who I haven't seen in a long time who wanted me to be his doctor again. But he says, just take insurance because I don't want to do your program. And I told him no. And, you know, I, we had a good relationship back then. And I said, no, because this doesn't allow me to practice good medicine. Right. I like you and you like me and that's all great. But 
if I'm just taking what your insurance covers, then I'm really limited on how I can help you. And you don't want to do any of these other services. And now I'm treating everyone in the practice to one standard and I'm treating you like dirt. Right. I don't want to, I don't, I can't live with that guilt. Right. Mm -hmm. That's your choice. Go find someone who's happy to take all, only what your insurance will cover. Mm -hmm. I can't live with you, me being your doctor because yeah. I'm not doing my job with you. Well, you know what's best for the patient and you know how to diagnose what may be looming out there that they won't find with another doctor. So it's unfortunate. We wind up ending every show with the same message. Patients have to be their own advocate. More so than ever on every aspect of everything. And so they've got to do their own research and find out how they can get into not just concierge, but prevention and a practice that practices prevention. Unfortunately, we're out of time, and that wraps it up for the Colander Medical Radio Show and News Talk 760 WJR, sponsored by Colander Medical. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and again, I want to thank Dr. Colander for talking to us about taking charge of our health, being proactive, avoiding heart attack and stroke, and more importantly, what you can do to halt or reverse the process of chronic degenerative disease. It's never too late to start. For more information on today's show or to learn more about how you can engage with a personal primary care concierge practice, you can call Colander Medical directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. We hope that you've enjoyed the show and that you become more aware of your options in preventing and reversing disease. Once again, you can reach out to Colander Medical at 866-COLANDER. And thank you for listening. Opinions heard in the preceding program are those of the host and guests and not those of Cumulus Media or WJR Radio.